Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. At T-Mobile, you can get two powerful iPhone 11 Pros on us. The three cameras are perfect for capturing my DIY projects. I'm repainting our car. Wow, the ultra-wide camera really captures all the, uh... Flames. Switch today and get two new lines for 90 bucks plus two iPhone 11 Pros on us with qualifying trade. For well qualified customers plus tax and fees, essentials plan with auto pay, phone via 24 credits. If you cancel before 24 credits, remaining balance on full price of $999.99 for each device may be due. Contact us. Qualifying port ins and finance agreements required. From the shores of Malibu, where the waves are pumping, to the Great Wall of China, and back to the streets of Singapore, where the UFC is coming. We are live. This is It's Time Radio, the show where we talk about what you think about, but maybe you're afraid to voice. Do not worry. We will voice it for you. We talk about everything on this show, politics, TV, film, sex, drugs, rock and roll, current events. And this week will be very, very talkative and opinionated. Why? We have none other than the beautiful, the sensual, the wonderful, the intelligent Sammy Phillips. She's back on the show, running 10 to 11 years with us now and back this month, as always, along with my co-host, TJ DeSantis. Hi, TJ. Hi, Sammy. The three of us, the Musketeers, are about ready to roll. You ready to go? Ooh, I'm ready for this three-way. Get it going. <laughs> Only you would have the verb, <laughs> the verbiage put it like that, or however I said it, if people understand what I just meant. All right, I, f- I feel like Denzel Washington. <laughs> As the equalizer, or what? No, I'm... At T-Mobile, you can get two powerful iPhone 11 Pros on us. The three cameras are perfect for capturing my DIY projects. I'm repainting our car. Wow, the ultra-wide camera really captures all the, uh, flames. Switch today and get two new lines for 90 bucks, plus two iPhone 11 Pros on us with qualifying trading. For well-qualified customers, plus taxes and fees. Essentials plan with auto pay. Phone via 24 credits. If you cancel before 24 credits, remaining balance on full price of nine. Nine ninety nine ninety nine for each device may be due. Contact us. Qualifying port ins and finance agreements required. Living in deja vu. Ah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what well, now? Name the name that movie. All right, here we go. Sammy. Yeah. Um, got a lot to talk about with you, but before we do, I need to send condolences and best wishes out to the family of boxer Patrick Day. Another boxer has passed from brain injuries after a brutal knockout loss. He died last Wednesday of last week. Um, he sustained a very bad knockout on Saturday at the hands of a 21-year-old rising star named Charles Conwell. Uh, this happened at the Wintrust Arena in Chicago. He was knocked down three times, once again, uh, once in the fourth and the eighth, and finally in the tenth. The final knockdown was a particularly brutal knockdown. His head bounced off the canvas. The referee immediately stopped the fight. Medical personnel uh, obviously got into the ring. He was taken out, loaded onto an ambulance, and transported to a nearby hospital where he tragically fell into a coma, underwent brain surgery, and ultimately, um, after days of fighting it, succumbed to a traumatic brain injury. Uh, This is a very big issue in boxing, has been for obviously through the life of the sport of boxing. Once it was reported that five or more boxers a year do die from the uh, sport of boxing, whether it's during a fight or during training. However that falls to these great warriors, my best wishes and condolences go out to the family and loved ones of boxer Patrick Day. And I must say that at the top of the show, and I mean that very sincerely. 
So just a couple seconds here to honor him. And uh, now we will go on further with the show. Yes, Sammy. Wait, can I honor someone too? Yes, you may, of course. Uh, a very dear friend of mine, porn star Jessica James, passed away within the last month. And uh, I just want to let the listeners know if there are any you know, fans of porn and specifically of Jessica's, uh, they probably have seen on social media. But if not, I just wanted to let them know that you know, she's with the angels now and she was taken from us far too early. She was 40, shoot, something very young, maybe 45, 43, 40s. Way too young. That is way, way too young. Way too young. What did she pass from? Um, they don't know yet, but she was having severe seizures, oh. um, as a result of, you know, different ailments and whatnot over the last year, they got worse and, um, so we're thinking that it was seizure related and there was nobody home to help. And um, her uh, her business partner found her when she hadn't been responding to phone calls and texts. He went to go check on her and she had been passed probably well, for, a, you know, a little bit of time. Like a couple days? I think about a day. I don't know. Uh, sorry to hear that. Well, condolences and wishes go out to her and her loved ones also. Um, I'm familiar with her. You know I me. Mean? I'm not a big yeah. uh, porno person by any standards, but I certainly have heard and have seen Jessica J Jessica. I mean, James. she's in the Jessica. Hall of Fame. She's one of the most famous porn stars and also one of our most beloved penthouse pets. Bottom line, too young to go. 45 years old, whatever the reason. People, take care of yourselves, eat healthy, live long and prosperous, as the saying goes. Sorry to hear about that, Sammy. I know she was a good friend of yours. Yeah. Um, and again, without uh, sounding, you know, insensitive i do have to go on to other stories in the yeah, news here let's go. <laughs> okay yeah. so now here's something that i find very disgusting three women have been accused of running an elderly fight club amongst dementia patients in north carolina what and i hope yeah i hope they throw the book at these nurses i always wonder about the treatment that elderly get in you know the homes and the living facilities that they live in but three in this case three women in north carolina are accused of running a fight club among elderly people with dementia at an assisted living facility, right? I'm not going to mention their names of these idiots, uh, but I will say that what happened is, is they're facing charges of assaulting an individual with a disability, in other words, them assaulting, in connection with them allegedly encouraging residents of this place called the Danby House in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, to fight each other, right? So authorities got a tip, and they checked into it, and they found that they were encouraging fights amongst residents. This happened back in June. It, one resident wound up being strangled with her face turning red oh while the staff gosh. while the staff recorded <gasps> and shared the video through social media. Again, oh my God. Listen, social media, I know the positives, but the negatives, and we're gonna go into other stories about this relating, not this subject, but how people want to stay relevant in social media. This is not being relevant. This is breaking the law. This is cruelty to the elderly, much less people in general. One of the three women was heard telling an elderly patient with dementia was fighting another resident, telling her to punch her in the face. Another staff member could be heard, are you recording? Are you gonna send it to me? This was all a game and a ploy between these three. I don't know what, what they're facing as far as judgment by a court of law, but as far as I'm concerned, it should be extreme, okay? So no injuries were reported or discovered as a result of the fighting police are saying. So we'll see what the hell happens here. But just the thought of it is absolutely disgusting. I don't know what much else can be said about that. 
No, just terrible. Like, I, I don't know what is broken inside of you to be okay with that, one, to do it, and then, B, to want to go back and relive it on videotape. Like, are you recording? Are you going to send it to me? Like, th that, honestly, that's as shocking as the whole story to begin with. Yeah, it is. It is. You know, I think a lot of times sadists and predators pick job positions where they could um, take advantage and hurt those in which can't really defend themselves. So I think as many good people are drawn to the the jobs of caretakers and nursemaids and, you know, home people, I think the same amount of very bad people are also drawn to it to take advantage of those people. There's no question because, well, I've been dealing with caregivers for a number of years uh, for my parents. I have gone through situations, as you're aware of, Sammy, uh, we have been robbed. We have had checks taken from the back of checkbooks and checks written with my mother's name being signed on them. We have had caregivers shop. Uh, this is in the past. I have a wonderful team of caregivers, and I have for a number of years now. But what I've gone through before the, the wonderful caregivers I have now was just disgusting, and police uh, situations arose out of it. Um, they go shopping with my, you know, as an example, with my mom at the store. And I noticed that charges were being made daily when they went shopping where there were two charges at the same time at the store, each similar, like 150 for one and then 150 for the other. Sammy, one quick question. When you check out at a supermarket, do you check out twice or do you check out once? Once. Okay, the reason they checked out twice is my mother couldn't see it at the time. They had additionally put other groceries in the thing. They paid okay. the one bill, and then they would run the exact same dollar amount to a certain level again. So there were two charges, so I missed them on the credit card. Well, after you know a long time, I began to notice some weird things. Sammy, it came to thousands of dollars. Oh, they, my God. They, they were they were sticking all the, the groceries in the trunk of the car. I even found during Thanksgiving three hams being bought. We don't eat three hams at Thanksgiving. Two were in the freezer for her to take home for her family that day. You know what? I treat people really well. If you need hams for your family, you ask me, and I'll buy them for you. Don't steal them from me. You know? Yeah. That's, mm -hmm. just, that's a minor example, but it's a big problem. Uh, caregivers now are notorious for suing, uh, you know, uh, people as 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 they're notorious for going to jail for for mistreating people so you have to be very careful and you have to watch them i worry i would not want and thank god i can handle it i would not want my mother being taken care of other than down the street living in the house that she's in with her wonderful caregivers that take care of her now that's the best way to do it but it's not easily done by people because it's not affordable for yeah. probably most people walking you know it's I don't know how people do it as we get older, you know, with the government taking care of us and everything else, but that's a whole nother subject. Um, and let's face it, folks, your parents do become your children at some point in your life. I think that's pretty true of most. Would you guys agree with that? Sometimes, uh, yeah. sometimes before you're even an adult, they become your kids. Yeah, exactly. So we'll see how that story pans out. Let's go on to something else here. I'm going to go into some stuff here that, you know, I talk about people staying relevant on social media. Well, you know what? Athletes, there's trouble brewing stories for some key athletes, very well known, both in our sport of MMA and in boxing and elsewhere. I'm going to go through some stories of athletes in the news. I'm going to have to start off with Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor went to court uh, last week or the week before because he's now facing an assault charge for punching the older man in a Dublin pub uh, back in April uh, that he went in and presented himself. And then he's going to go back. For, again, it's either, I think TJ can correct me, but it's in the first or second week of November. He goes back for that. 
Um, Conor McGregor's headed to Moscow today where he's supposed to be holding a press conference. He did announce recently that he is uh, releasing the proper 12 whiskey in the in Russia. I assume that's what the press conference is going to be about, but you never know what's going to happen with Conor because recently he was talking about fighting Frankie Edgar, correct, TJ? Yeah, that's what he wanted. I don't even yeah. know if it was necessarily uh, that's who he wanted, um, but his coach, John Kavanaugh, uh, definitely wanted that fight. And I know you said when we talked about last week, you thought it'd be a good fight. I don't think it's a good fight. I was happy to hear the fight was called off. I love Frankie Edgar. You know that. But I think Connor uh, should face someone else. It's just my opinion. But anyway, he was talking, being relevant. The fact of the matter is this is not happening, folks. It's not happening. Now, another subject that came out. And again, this is in the news, and we talk about the news. Connor McGregor is now being investigated, according to the New York Times, re-reported by MMA Junkie, uh, who I'm going by that he's once again making international news. It's not for the best of reasons. According to the new report in the New York Times, Conor McGregor is being investigated again for a sexual assault uh, question mark alleged in his home country of Ireland. It's the second sexual assault investigation he's facing in Ireland. The first case was reported by the New York Times back in March of a situation that took place back in December 2018. The new allegation reports a woman in her 20s was reportedly allegedly sexually assaulted outside a Dublin pub while a vehicle in a vehicle while in a vehicle this past week. Um, there's been no charges to Connor uh, or interviews by the Irish police in the case. Um, he's frequently the subject of rumors, of course. He's denied the report accusing him. But, you know, it's just it, it just kind of goes me that this is what we're reading about, along with all the positive things we could be reading about surrounding Conor McGregor. I hope he sets a fight for himself to fight back in the UFC. I certainly wish him all the best of luck with Proper 12, which I understand took a bit of a hit uh, sales-wise. I heard this on the inside. Again, I'm going to say allegedly after the assault on the older man in the bar, uh, that could be corrected with proper marketing, or it could go on. We will see how business goes. But you can change the success of your brand overnight by the way you act overnight does that make sense folks 100 yeah 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 so that's reported now next i want to report here is a situation involving oscar de la Hoya. did you read about this sammy no what's going on is he cross-dressing <laughs> well you know the, the, there were the pictures in the past we all know that the, those people that do know it not we all know it but those pictures of of uh oscar that circulated the girl took of him whether they were role-playing or not where he was in, well, what would you say that fishnet stockings and high he heels? He was in fishnet stockings, high heels, and like a garter and panties, etc. And a wig, right? Yeah, and I think a corset, but I could, I maybe I'm just, you know, fantasizing that part. Fantasizing about, about how you address in the situation. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. But this is okay. Getting away from that, a lawsuit again. I'm going to say allegedly, folks, but it's in the news. Oscar De La Hoya is firing back these allegations. He's hit with a lawsuit. He claims it's frivolous uh, and all. He's being sued by a woman who claims that the boxing legend sexually assaulted and battered her during a booze-fueled 2017 hookup. The allegations are very graphic. I put them on the outline. I don't even care to say what they are on the air because they are disgustingly graphic if it's true. So this is another claim coming against him. And also, uh, they, it's like allegedly, supposedly, and why even perpetuate stories if we don't even know if they're right? 
we yeah. don't even know, but it's the, just the, I mean, that's that's the problem with with our society. Like how many times do we read stories like this and then very rarely even follow up to find out if there was any truth to the allegations? It's, it's No, it's a, like if you if you read it, it it's real. Yeah. It, I mean, it's it's unfortunate, but that's the way it is. Yeah, but it's happening. You know, I don't know whether it's well, of course, the Me Too movement has accentuated. And what, listen, if you play, I'm not even talking about that. I'm I'm just talking about like, uh, for example, like Nick Diaz. Like we were ready to crucify him due to some allegations um, in Nevada, and it turned out to be completely bogus. Yeah, well, that's why we say allegedly on the show. Well, it we're doesn't doing matter is, though. I mean, that's yeah. the problem. I think think that's a point. Like we say allegedly, but we never go back to. Uh, sort of go, oh, you know what? It turns out that story was was nonsense. Well, I think we should, in all due fairness to who we're reporting about. So I will make it a point, if we could all make it a point, uh, that and when the Oscar De La Hoya situation and the Conor McGregor situations come to light and the final situations are explained, then we will report it on It's Time Radio. I think it's only fair. If we open the door, we need to close the door. Agreed? Uh, yeah. Agree. We'll be the only news source on the planet doing that. But so- good, sounds good fine. Us. Good for us. Fine with me. I'm not into glorifying or looking for uh, sensationalism on this show. I'm only looking for reporting what's what's right and what's being talked about. Yeah, we don't we don't eye. need sensationalism when we have the sensational Sammy Phillips. Exactly. Now, speaking of sensationalism, yeah. Dennis Rodman charged with battery after allegedly slapping a man at a bar. OK, I have expressed my feelings about Dennis Rodman and my personal interaction with him where he was very rude to a girl I was out on a date with, extremely rude after forcibly sitting at my table and talking to the point that I had to tell him to leave, that I actually went over to security and I said, if you don't take care of this, and I'm not saying I can handle Dennis Rodman, I'm just a man trying to deal with the situation, then I will take care of it. I had to ask security to ask him to leave because why? He was highly intoxicated. He was acting like an a-hole, not just to me, but to other people. And this has been reported on more than often. So I'm not quite surprised about the alleged incident of him slapping a man at his own birthday party back in May. But now, of course, the worm is saying he's innocent. But Dennis Rodman back in the news again for the wrong reason. I, I feel like the word of the day is alleged. Can we not alleged. say it for the rest of the show? We won't, because the next one is Michael Bisbing. He had a knee replacement. I texted him after his knee replacement. No, this is not allegedly. This is true. <laughs> then, he said, then he put out a picture of his leg swollen two to three times the size of his other leg, which has not obviously been operated on. And what I've been through two knee replacement operations that my mother went through and watched the recovery process on a personal basis. It is extreme. You do have to go through and do the right thing and rehab and everything. But at the day after, if uh, supposedly the day after Michael Bisping's operation, and I'm giggling a little bit because TMZ showed him in pictures basically hopping out of bed and throwing a front kick or moving his legs with, with a knee, full knee replacement. I'm wondering if that little grandiose movement, and Michael's a friend, and I'm, I'm amazed by him, and I praise him for it, but I think I'm wondering if that's causing some of the swelling from the picture he put out the next day or so after oh, that. Oh, man, I wouldn't doubt it. Like that, That's nothing to mess around with. And, yeah. and I think you'll speak to this, too. If you know anybody that has a successful knee replacement, you start to feel better despite not actually being better, if that makes sense. You know, like yeah. the, the, the rehabilitated or surgically repaired knee feels better than, you know, before the surgery. But that doesn't mean you can start, you know, being a madman. Exactly. And again, from my own personal experience, the big difference, pain. 
Right. You're not bone on bone anymore. You've right. got a knee. Obviously, there's pain because they literally basically amputate the leg because they put the uh, the new knee. They have to stick right. it in the, the femur and the upper bone or, you know, forgot my my. I mean, you get a new joint, connected. essentially. You get a completely new joint. A completely, completely new joint. And the people I know that had it, they love it. They swear they do it again in a heartbeat because why? No more pain. Right. No more and pain. I hate to say it, but that's ultimately sort of the. Uh, end result, no matter what sort of knee injury you have, if you even, you know, tear a meniscus, tear an ACL, like odds are you're going to have issues forever and you're going to end up getting the knee replacement uh, sooner rather than later. Exactly. Exactly. All right. While we're on medical studies, I saved this subject for Sammy being on the show. I think it's very important. People know this, but you know, we live in a day of STDs, Sammy. I'm not saying allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> Why are you mentioning my name? <laughs> hey, hey, <laughs> we're not we're not alleging anything yet, STDs. Sammy. Just, just not alleging anything. Hold I've, tight. Wait, hold on. The only thing I've ever publicly admitted to having is crabs, which is probably the worst fucking thing. Okay. Right. And and I've I've admitted to being crabby a few times, so. And I used to love to eat uh, crabs, too. I'm the kind you hit with a, with a hammer. Okay, while we're on the subject of crabs, all right, listen. Health officials are saying, I always say this, Sammy, you're, you're the self-professed expert. We've had the sexual relationship show in the past. God knows we've talked about every single subject. But as we always preach on this time radio, put a helmet on that soldier, okay? Yeah. All right, so health officials are, they're, they're basically very alarmed. This is, this, is a, this is a very important. For the fifth consecutive year, combined cases of gonorrhea, chlamydia, and syphilis have risen in the United States, okay? Combined, they total 2.4 million infections that have been diagnosed and reported just in last year alone. So it's coming with very serious public health consequences of concern. What can come from these different things, infertility, uh, there's gonorrhea can be drug resistant. Wait, uh, is gonorrhea like diarrhea? No, gonorrhea is, are you serious, Sammy? You're saying you're wrong, Buffer. It's gonorrhea, gonorrhea, not gonorrhea. <laughs> That's like gonorrhea. Yeah, it's gonorrhea, I think. I have, I, have a, I have a great joke about that, but if I tell it, I know I'm going to get tweeted and emailed <laughs> kicked off like crazy. Of yeah, kicked off of iTunes. So, all right, for the record, how do we say it, folks? Because I've never had it, and maybe that's uh, why okay. I can't say it. Can I wait, TJ? Can I take this? Since uh, I have had gonorrhea. Ah! Go ahead. <laughs> it is gonorrhea. It's not like tomato, tomato. No. No. Gonorrhea. By the way, it's easy to get rid of. You just take a fucking stab from a needle in the glute. Ooh, that's me. Stab. By a needle, were you getting stabbed? Cheek, you're good to go. I feel like no I feel like diarrhea. I, f I feel like allegedly has been like the word the the word of the day, but you just got like the notification that glute is actually the word of the day. <laughs> so what are you trying? And we're not talking gluten free here. What are you What are you trying to say, Sammy? Are you trying to say that hey, don't worry about it because all you got to do is get a needle? Or are you preaching to people to practice safe? Sex. Well, come on. Obviously, practice safe sex. Thank you. But but hang on. God forbid you get the gonorrhea. You just need a fucking <laughs> shot. It's not a life sentence. You're not going to die from gonorrhea, okay? You will if you give it to Leroy. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Listen, if your safe sex life goes awry, you might get gonorrhea. And, you know, it's not a big deal because you just... Take a needle in the rear and uh, you know, get back in the game. Apparently. No more career. 
I can see the new stage play on Broadway. Gonorrhea, the musical. <laughs> okay, listen. The Tony Award winning Gonorrhea, starring Tony Bruce Buffer and Sammy Phillips. <laughs> Sequel, syphilis. No, he's kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and wait for the Climedia Climax. It was one of the funniest parts of the show, folks. Okay. Oh, my goodness. All right, now, 4S CDs are monitored nationwide, and they're no and basically they're notifiable to the CDC, which follows. Okay, it's Chlamydia, gonorrhea, or gonorrhea. Say it again, guys. Gonorrhea yeah. buffer. Gonorrhea. Gonorrhea. <laughs> Syphilis, and what the hell is chancroid? I don't even know I, what that is. That oh. sounds terrifying. That sounds horrible. Okay, you ready? Yeah. States with the highest rates of cases are Alaska for chlamydia. Well, Mrs. I'll tell you why. They don't right. do anything. It's right. dark, it's cold, and all they do is fuck. Right, and, and you know, it's, it's too cold <laughs> to go get condoms. I get it. Yeah. You know, I'm sure they don't have, like, 7-Elevens by the igloos in the middle of nowhere. Oh, they definitely do. They definitely do. You think? Yeah, they it's, sell, it's still they below sell. zero, though, to go outside and get it, so, you know. They got to sell condoms. Maybe, maybe the condoms freeze by the time they're trying to put them on. What do you think? Is that the problem? No, no, no. Have you uh, have you seen the uh, like historical weather reports and then the number of babies born like nine months? Oh after yeah, yeah, a blizzard? yeah. That's when everybody fucks and fornicates and procreates. Yeah, I, I lost track of the actual word of the day now. Like seven. Uh, it's, it's, I think Fuck. it's no, no, no. That's nine. Nine. Nine now. Nine. Sammy, don't you ever make love or just? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh Jesus! Yeah, I mean, but I don't use it as a euphemism. Hey, let's fuck and make love. Make love, guys. Come on, are you make, kidding? Make love. I make, mean, that doesn't have the same ring as fuck. Hey, hey when want, I was when I was a kid, it was make love, not war. Remember? Right. Oh, yeah. And th then everyone got gone rear. So, speaking of which, they're probably living in Mississippi because the number one state for gone rear is Mississippi. <laughs> There you go. Why? Why, Sammy? Why Mississippi, Sammy? Why? I don't know. You tell me why. I don't know. I have been to Mississippi since the early days of the UFC when it was the only place we could have a show. So I really can't comment. <laughs> I'm never going to be able to hear the word gonorrhea again and not giggle. Thanks a lot. Gonorrhea. Gonorrhea. <laughs> it's gonorrhea because you just get a shot in the rear. Gonorrhea. I'm convinced Bruce is going to stop doing this podcast today and still have no idea how to say gonorrhea correctly. I guarantee if you ask me next week, I won't. It's, it's, it's a subject I don't want in my mind, my body, or my whatever, my room. All right, now, ready for this? I love the this podcast. It's my favorite. <laughs> I know. The primary state for primary and secondary syphilis, I don't even know what secondary syphilis is, uh, Nevada, Las Vegas, oh. Nevada. Yeah, that makes sense. Prostitution is legal. Yeah, well, the big obviously, you know, the reason this is happening is because people are not putting a helmet on their soldier. That's the big reason. There's no other reason. And it's right here. It's, it's we were, you know, people. I can't impress upon you the importance. That's all I can say. Um, there's our safe sex talk for the day. Sound good? Put a helmet on your soldier. Put or a helmet on your rear. There you go. <laughs> or secondary or, syphilis. Or second degree syphilis or whatever. <laughs> or Shankroids. <laughs> what the hell is that? Oh. Will you please look that up? The blockbuster please. summer movie of the year, Shankroids. I, the sores are growing. Okay. Oh. Shankroids oh. versus Godzilla in a theater near you. All right. While you're looking that up, here's a something not, not quite related. Okay. I right, get this, guys. A doctor 
who was an Oregon medical student back in 1989, right? He gave his sperm, he donated his sperm, and was told that only five offspring were born all on the other side of the country, would be born on the other side of the country. Uh Now, a lawsuit against the clinic, which he claims violated the agreement, has allowed, his sperm has allowed the birth of 17 babies. Oh, I was going to say like 36. There's a law and order like this. Right, but get this. 17 babies not born on the other side of the country, okay? Born in the state he lives in, Oregon, right? And Some and of the children- why this is bad? Because those babies can meet and mate. Yep, no, you're 100%. Uh, and also they will be more attracted to each other genetically because they are similar. Well, because you said that, Sammy, some of the children have gone to the same schools, church and social yep. functions. Yep. They don't even know they're related. They have no idea. As you're absolutely correct in what you said. Can I yep. just say, don't look up Shane Croyd in Wikipedia. You get photos you do not want to see. Oh, exactly what I thought, right? Craters. Uh, Shankroids are a bacterial sexually transmitted infection characterized by painful sores on the genitalia. Shankroid is known to spread from one individual to another solely through sexual contact. While uncommon in the Western world, it is the most common cause of genital ulceration worldwide. So it, it, it looks like it's herpes. But yeah. Shankroids. That's so weird. Why don't they just call it what it is? It's a shankroid. Yeah. Um, Apparently, Wikipedia is porn. I'm just going to say that. Yeah, well, hello. All right, Shankroyd in the dictionary says a venereal infection causing ulcerization of the lymph nodes in the groin. Same thing. Okay. There you go. Thank okay. God we, nobody has Shankroids. No, I can honestly say allegedly no. <laughs> Actually, if anybody listening has a Shankroid, will you let us know what it's like? Great. Thanks. Sammy, not exactly the email that we wanted yes, to get into what, the show. But email, Bruce. What? What is? Where can where can people with shankroids contact you? Uh, TJ DeSantis at. <laughs> no, no. Just send just send Buffer a picture on Instagram at Bruce no! Buffer UFC. No, no, you won't be able to go through. You have to do it on Twitter and tweet him at Bruce Buffer UFC. Oh, stop, stop, stop. TJ DeSantis and stop. at the single life. Shankroid, and then then hashtag Shankroids. How do we uh, spell it? One picture, and I'm impotent for a month. No, no. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh gosh, guys. Okay. Last thing, Sam, you're gonna love this. This is gonna make you so happy, so happy. Yeah. Because I know, I know what you love to do. The first cannabis cafe in the United tea. States. Yes. Yep. The first cannabis cafe is open, Sammy, and it's near you in West Hollywood. I heard. And it, it's called the Lowell Farms Cannabis Cafe. Okay, so right? Lowell Farms, they sell these really cool packets of pre-roll joints. Um, I've been buying the Lowell Farms pre-rolls for a while. It makes sense that they have now graduated to a brick and mortar. I think it's great. Right, and you're exactly correct in what you're saying, brick and mortar. They have now a retail shop. Uh the West Hollywood has allowed eight cannabis consumption licenses, yep. and there's been 300 applicants. Now, Lowell Farms will be the first one, and it's the first business in the United States, one of many to come, obviously. Yeah. Yep, there you go. So, Sammy, Sammy, I know when uh, where you'll be having dinner, lunch, and probably breakfast. Yeah, pot's taking over the world, motherfuckers. <laughs> oh, God, where are we at now? That's about number 12. I, think. I know, but does motherfucker count? 
It's got the F in it. Should we do? I don't want to start an MF account. I'm just busy on the F count. Okay. I can only do. I can only chew gum and talk so much at the same time. <laughs> All right. So once you have your pot cafe, whether mm. you eat it, smoke it, drink it, whatever you do, then you can run over to Pizza Hut because I know you watch how you eat, right? And I do too. I'm probably a partial vegan. You know, I eat fish and chicken. I stay away from meat as much as possible. Uh, I that used that to would just, make you not anywhere near vegan. No, but I can enjoy the vegan meals, enjoy vegetarian meals. I happen to love, uh, I just was at, I went to the yard house last night and I had their, their bounty meat or whatever called the meatless burger. God, it was so good on a gluten-free bun. I got to tell you something. I loved it. I had a great the time. Impossible so now burger? the impossible. Well, no, oh this one, my God, it's so good. Sammy, guess what? Pizza right. hut is starting the incognito, it's called, it's Kellogg's new line of plant-based protein. Protein. Now remember, even though it's plant-based, you still gotta go to the source. You still gotta make sure, Kristen had, was on was talking to me about this today, because I was telling her how much I enjoyed my meal last night, and Kristen is, you know, uh, vegan also. So, or she's you have vegan. to be careful where they cook it. Are they cooking it near How anything? How are they cooking it? Just because it says what it's plant-based. Yeah. Right, yeah, the yeah. canola oil, which is bad, blah, blah, blah. Just because it's plant-based does not mean it's good for you. It's probably better than meat for sure, but it doesn't mean it's be better. So anyway, when you're done at your pot cafe, soon you'll be able to go over to Pizza Hut and have your incognito pizza, and they have the new meatless Italian sausage at one location in Phoenix. It's a test. They will sell the pie in a new round pizza box, so it's designated differently from their normal pizzas. But let's face it, folks. Uh, Beyond Meat Breakfast Sandwich is now at Dunkin' Donuts. Beyond Meat is my favorite plant-based protein to eat. Uh, I was actually introduced to it by Snoop Dogg over at his compound a year ago, and I loved it, and I buy it, and I eat it all the time. So I'm all for it, and that's where fast food restaurants are going. Restaurants are going because no matter how you cut it, the meat supply, the fish supply, the chicken supply is not sustainable for the growth of the population worldwide. Um, the reason that Beyond Meat is so successful is, and hopefully for the future, it will provide us with foods that are sustainable due to the masses that will be eating them. It's very important that these companies thrive and make quality products for our future food consumption. Make sense? Yes. Great. TJ. Am TJ, I, am I still here or have I gone a rear? Have you? <laughs> have you? Have you? I know you enjoy your food. Have you eaten a plant-based burger yet? Have you tried one? Uh, I mean, nothing that wasn't like a soy burger or anything like that. No, yeah, forget I don't mean cardboard. I'm talking about good quality. You'd be TJ. You'd be amazed. No, I, TJ, I would love. Go ahead. Go no, ahead. I, no, I, I. This is something I have passion for as I am a vegetarian, not necessarily a vegan, because I do eat the eggs and the cheese, but these things you would never even know, <clears throat> TJ. Yeah, you, I'm not against it. I, I'll love to try it. Let's do it. That you're not even not eating meat. And it's not just, like I heard who else? Was it Burger King? They have one. Yeah. Um, De, uh, Taco, Del Taco has one, the the Impossible Tacos. Like I, gu I guarantee I will not ever drive through Del Taco, but go ahead. Yeah, no, it's delicious. In fact, so as the production manager for Penthouse, when we do our films and I have a whole crew of people that I need to feed on a budget, Del Taco, they have these Fiesta packs. They're freaking great. They, you can get them tacos, chicken, soft ones, hard ones, blah, blah, blah. Six burritos on the bottom, six tacos on the top, super inexpensive. I get five of them. I feed everyone. People get to take them home. 
And then with the impossible tacos, fuck yeah. What, that what, takes care of everybody. Why is Buffer so snobby about Del Taco? I don't know. No, like, I, I, I just, I'm not I'm not a big fan of um, and I'm not putting him down. It's just me. I'm not a big fan of Taco Bell or Del Taco. I, I but do there's like, a difference. There is a humongous huge Taco Bell is totally different than Del Taco. Yeah. No, I, I'm with you guys. I'm just not a fast food eater. Buffer, guys. buffer, all. buffer. Yeah. You're a man of many needs of sponsorships. OK, yeah, uh, I love Del Taco. Exactly. Ah, this afternoon for yeah. lunch, as a matter of fact, yeah, thank you. Let me just put on Uber Eats and order from Del Taco right now for the Del Taco president of marketing who is listening to the show. Right. Why, why does Uber Eats? Why not Grubhub or DoorDash or? Uh, I do. I use DoorDash and Uber Eats. Use them both. Postmates. Yeah. I have my favorite on Uber Eats, but all the all listen. All the above are good. We live in a we live in an automated society, folks. We can order anything we want. In everything we want, and I won't even go to details of what people could want, and it can all be delivered to the door, if you know what I'm saying. Okay, now, an Iowa family, they woke up, they go down to the basement. What do they find? Five inches of blood, fat, and animal tissue flooding into their basement in 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 a city called Bagley, Des Moines, or Bagley, which is northwest of Des Moines, Iowa. Can you imagine walking into your basement and five inches of blood and tissue from so where did it come from yeah a neighboring meat locker where blood and tissue from slaughtered animals was washed down a drain all right a clog or a break in the pipe caused all that to go into their house right so they're basically near they're they're getting the waste from a place called dolls custom custom meat locker and now the company's pumping all their waste into a large tank but obviously after this home has found five inches of this in their basement. Can you smell lawsuit on this one? Not even. Oh yeah. I don't want to smell anything with this one. All right. While we're on the subject of uh, five inches of animal blood, do you remember a story many years ago where they were finding mutilated bodies of cattle in in uh, Colorado? Yeah, because aliens are coming down, right? Right. Well, they just found the same thing has happened now. Right in the Sylvie's Valley Ranch. This is in Eastern Oregon. The ranch covers 140,000 acres. Okay, it's got a restaurant and a golf course, all this stuff. They've lost five of their bulls under these really weird, eerie circumstances. The bulls started dying earlier this summer. Ranch hands were finding their lifeless bodies mutilated. Now get this, drained of blood. <gasps> mutilated how do, how do and drained of blood. How do you do that? We're talking about an animal. You're talking about killing and dispatching an animal that weighs 2,000 pounds and then suspending a considerable amount of time at the dead body to do that. A vampire and a werewolf. Well, I remember in the Colorado story. It's Shankroids, of course. (laughs) I remember, listen, it's complete. Nobody knows what to do. The ranch is offering $25,000 reward for information. Okay. Um, The body's job for the men in black. But here's the thing. Aliens is the first thought. Cults is another thought, okay? The bodies of the bulls showed signs of post-mortem mutilation, meaning they were mutilated after they died. They were found with various body parts missing, right? The bodies appeared to be done with surgical precision. Some found the tongue sliced out or their genitals removed. This is creepy stuff, guys. Really creepy. It's probably not aliens, but what on earth could be doing this? Seriously, what do you think it could be? I'm going to say I'm going to go with the cult aspect, potentially, or 
what is it? Uh, Satanism? Is that the term for oh, it? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know? I, like I, maybe... I, I'm not going to yeah. even... Yeah, no, yes. they 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 um sacrifice. Usually, it's baby animals. The Satanists, but uh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. You know that goes along with another story here. We'll find out. That's another and, story we're going to keep up with. Okay. Did you guys ever see the Blob, the movie The Blob? Yeah. Well, they just discovered in Paris. Okay, it's a bright yellow, uh, the thing that creeps along at about. 1.6 inches per hour, right? It's a new thing they found. It's a Oh, yeah, block. yeah, yeah. It's crazy. It has 720 sexes. Okay, guys. I know male, female. Uh, there's a couple others or whatever. 720 sexes? I never even knew there were more than a handful. How do you explain that one, sexpert? Uh, uh, it's, it's an amalgamation of uh, DNAs from different species that have come together in a big blob, and they have made a super blob and a super a super strain of identities. I don't know. I don't know either, but that's <laughs> Sammy. I was rolling with you on that. That sounded pretty educated. It sounded almost good. <laughs> hey, I I believed you. Thanks, but that's there what I would think. It's just like it's some kind of. Amoeba e fucking. I only went to ninth grade, so everyone, please, you know, please put up with my childlike descriptions. That's but, that's that's effing obvious. Go ahead. Thank you. <laughs> so I would think it's like some some microorganism that usurps the identities of other organisms and then multiplies. Oh my god, it makes total sense. And then morphs, merging all of the things it has sucked in and then thus creating an entire new amalgam rhythm. So then with 720 sexes, it must be having micro orgasms. Yeah. What? <laughs> or, or micro shankroids. Oh, Oh God. One into the other. All right. You know the what? Shankroid as, needs to be the word of the day. As long as it doesn't grow as big as my old buddy, Steve McQueen, who was in that, cult movie in 1958 called The Blob. As long as it doesn't get like that, I think we're okay. I hey, think you know who's okay. a buddy of mine? Chad, his son. Yeah, he's one of my best friends. Has been since I was uh, 16 years old. Will you tell him, I haven't seen him in a super while, but will you please tell him when you see him next that I really miss him and I love him? I will, but I he's, uh, he, you know, we, we grew up together out of Malibu. He still has his beach house out there. I don't want to say where, yeah. but he's living down in the Palm Springs area. Yeah, no, I know that's, well, I know him before then, but that's the last. He lives in a community that my ex. Yeah, don't say where. Don't say no. where. Honey. <laughs> so what do you think? I'm a fucking rookie. Hey, so he let me. Go ahead. He lives in a community that my ex used to live in. So I used to pass his house all the time. I, since I'm no longer with the ex for many years, I have not seen him up close and personal. I will definitely tell Chad you said hi. No question. As a matter of fact, I want to call him because. A movie was released. I just texted him on something, but I when I was traveling, and you'll love this movie, Sammy. It's called Finding Steve McQueen. Right oh, now. Finding that sounds Steve McQueen. great. Now, it's a true story based on the largest bank robbery that ever occurred in California. I know it sounds so far-fetched, Finding Steve McQueen, bank robbery, whatever, but it's done so well, and it's so enjoyable, and, it, and you'll reminisce because it's set in the 70s and the 80s. Um, it's very cool. Put it down. And I recommend this to our listeners. Finding Steve McQueen. Excellent film. Highly Excellent. recommend. 
There you go. I love it. Okay. All right, a couple of feel-good stories here before we touch on the UFC and stuff. Actually, let's touch on the UFC and on the show with a feel-good story. Okay, we had the Boston UFC last weekend. Again, one of the many awesome shows, amazing shows that the UFC has been putting on. Just so much entertainment. I must say that the Ayer Rodriguez, uh, Jeremy Stevens fight, won for the books, won the bonus for the fight of the night. But, man, TJ, if you watch the event, I would have loved to have seen that as the main event, not taking anything away from from Weidman and and the fight that happened, but I wanted to see two more rounds. That fight was just awesome. Don't you agree? Completely agree. Uh, this goes back to an argument that I've had recently with some some MMA heads that we need to have a class system in the UFC in certain fights, whether or not they're the main event, their co-main event, they need to be five uh, five minute rounds, and and that's a fight that should have been. Absolutely, no question. Um, happy to see them both get the bonus. And Yair just looked fantastic as why, excuse me, as Stevens in the third round, which he won, uh, came back very strong. And it was a question when I get in who was going to win that fight, although I did give the edge to Yair from watching it. Now, uh, Chris Weidman, he lost very decisively and uh, his opponent's definitely an up and comer. Do you think he should fight John Jones, not Chris Weidman? Do you think he? Uh, I mean, he if I was lost? if I was John Jones, I'd want to fight him sooner rather than later because Dominic Reyes is going to continue to get better, and yes. if you want to deal with him, uh, it's probably better to do so sooner rather than later. But uh, if if I was the in the camp of Dominic Reyes, I'd want a little bit more time uh, to season. But I mean, he's knocking on the door. Yeah, I, I'm with you all the way. Like to see it very much so. Uh, Inhaler Gate. <laughs> all right, Greg Greg Hardy. <laughs> uh, we were all blown away. We were all blown away by what happened. I'm not sure exactly of the rulings. Uh, what is your take on that, TJ? Because with his excuse and listening to the commission, and also, too, let me add one thing. One spurt off an inhaler is not going to solve the situation. You need to inhale, and I was told this by the doctor, you need to inhale that inhaler yeah. and hold it in your chest to expand to have an effect. So even that one little toke that he had, if you want to call it a toke, right. does does not do what it's no. supposed to do. How do you feel about inhaler gate? It doesn't matter. I mean, did it have an effect on the fight? No. Should it no. have, uh, you know, caused the result to be a no contest? Yeah, because those are the rules. But I mean, outside of that, it's a lot to do about nothing. Um, we just need to keep that in mind going forward. That look, you can't do that in, in between rounds. That's the way to look at it. Well, now uh, Hardy has a no contest. Um, doesn't really affect the uh, the record too much. Um, wasn't the most exciting fight, you know, of the night uh, with all the other fine fights that were on. But he's there. He'll come back, and we'll see what happens out of this. We've got uh, Singapore coming up. Tammy, I'm leaving for Singapore tomorrow. Oh, we when are big- we going? Uh, well, if you can pack and meet me at the airport at nine in the morning, I'm sure there's a coach ticket for the 16 hour flight that we may be able to get you. Oh, well, I'll sit, well, I'll sit up front, but I'll bring you back a gin and tonic when you need it. <laughs> okay. I'll take a Heineken and then, and then I'm good to go. There you go. Yeah. There you go. No Shankroyd talk on the plane, please. Yeah, okay. No. Here, okay. <laughs> All right. So anyway, it's Maya and Askren. Okay. Demi and Maya. Jiu-Jitsu extraordinaire. Ben Askren, wrestler extraordinaire. Welterweight bout, five rounds, main event. TJ, how do you see this fight? Oh, man, I have no idea, which sort of tells you how crazy it could be. It may be terribly boring. It may be incredibly exciting. I don't know. These are two you know, specialists fighting one another. I'm very much intrigued by it. 
Uh, but it, it really could be, you know, any number of, of things. It could be the worst fight you've ever seen. It could be the great greatest fight you've seen all year. I really don't know. Couldn't say it any better, as usual, TJ. Your description, being the fine commentator that you are, is pretty much, uh, if not all, of what I would have said. I'm with you all the way. Michael Johnson coming back in the co-main event of the lightweight battle against Stevie Ray. That should be a good brawl for it all. Uh, a lot of good fighters on here, you know, up-and-coming fighters. Randa Marcos fighting Ashley Yoder, the final uh, fight on the ESPN prelims. And for those of you wanting to watch, it is on ESPN+. Plus. And for those of you that are going to say to me that you're having a hard time finding the UFC, then I'm going to say you're going to have a hard time finding a number in your phone book. People, you just have to download the ESPN Plus app. I know it's a little tedious. Is it going to be on ESPN2? Is it going to be ESPN? Is it going to be ESPN Plus? But once you get it down, well, it's very easy. I mean, and Buff, I think that people are going to have a hard time waking up for this one, not necessarily downloading the app. This one's yeah. on really early. But the good thing is ESPN Plus, no matter what time you wake up, it's there for you to watch. That is true. Uh, real quick, on the way out, uh, people should check this out. Uh, 30 for 30, uh, ESPN's uh, documentary series released a new episode last week featuring uh, Tito Ortiz and Chuck Liddell and their rivalry and what it means to MMA as a whole and, and its uh, growth in this country. And, uh, you know, speaking of uh, ESPN Plus, if you have ESPN Plus, you have access to all of their 30 for 30 content and uh it's worth it's worth 45 minutes yeah i want to watch it tj have you watched it i have yes and it's great it's, it's absolutely awesome awesome i i heard some scuttlebutt uh john mccarthy had mentioned something about the way they depicted the rules being set did they depict the transition between the meyerowitz um SEG days to dana white and the vertitas zufa days the transition on the rules that were set before the Fertitas or during the time. Yeah, the I mean, um, I, I don't know how in-depth they went into it, but I mean, it wasn't it wasn't the myth perpetuated by a lot of outlets that Dana White and, in, 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 you know, Lorenzo Fertitta created the rules. It wasn't uh, that sort of thing. It was glossed over. But you got to realize, too, this wasn't about the history of the sport. This was about mm -hmm. the evolution of a rivalry. And if, if you're looking for how mixed martial arts, you know, came to be what it is today, that's not this documentary. That's not this movie. This movie is about Tito Ortiz, Chuck Liddell, how they were friends, how they became bitter rivals, and what that rivalry meant to the growth of the sport. So, um, I mean, if John has any issues with it, I will, you know, kowtow to him. I mean, he's he's the man that was there for it all. But I didn't notice anything that was uh, inaccurate or, um, you know, misgiving at all with, with its information. Gotcha. One thing about John McCarthy, big John McCarthy, my brother, I miss him. I know he's over at Bellator. We just spent so many years together in the octagon and, and as friends, which will always be brothers and friends forever. But when he talks and says something, it's 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 black and white. It's verbatim. He He's a very factual person, very knowledgeable person. And I always remember that every fighter that came into the UFC before every event from from when I started at UFC 6 on, you had to have the fighters meeting with John McCarthy going over the rules, who did have a lot and involvement in the rules that we look at today in MMA. So yep. there you go. You know, facts are facts. <clears throat> opinions are opinions. But, but I, didn't, I didn't notice anything. So, Okay, cool. Very cool. I am going to watch it. Also, too, for those listening, next Tuesday I will be opening up ESPN Sports Center. And will be interviewed on ESPN Sports Center. It'll probably be on, you know, Tuesday or Wednesday. But I'm really looking forward to that. It's going to be a lot of fun. So I'm very much looking forward to that. Now, Sammy, did you hear about the homeless opera singer that was in the subway here in LA that 
was filmed by an LAPD police officer with a voice of an angel. And no. she is, oh my gosh, it's incredible, Sam. You got to look this up. She's an opera singer, right? Her violin was stolen years ago, okay? He, she's there with a shopping cart, multiple bags, singing with the voice of an angel. And I wish as you could play it, I wish you could play it. I can, if I play this, would it no. come through? On, no, okay. Um, Sammy, all I can tell you is, is that without much practice, she performed her first concert. She's getting offers for obviously to sing financial offers. And, you know, this is one of those amazing stories. And let's hope that she doesn't suffer from anything addictive wise or whatever, as many homeless do. And I, I'm just saying what's what we know and that she's able to take this advantage of the situation and these opportunities with this voice, which again, Sammy, just Google it voice of an angel. Amazing. And I'm just so happy to see this. It's a feel good story. I love seeing this. Another story that will follow her progress and we will talk about it as the future goes on. Now, here's an interesting story. Identical twin nurses right? Guess what? Identical twin nurses went into a Georgia hospital last month because they were both pregnant. They both gave birth to identical twins. Now, I think it's amazing. I think it's really cool. But once you doesn't that skip a generation, identical twins? Isn't that the word? Like if you're twins, usually it's the Generally. Birth after the next? Generally. Generally, so. yeah, but my uh, my mother had uh, twin siblings, and I was born a twin. So, uh, That's right. I do remember that. Yes, of course. And um, anyway, I just find that to be very cool. <laughs> Talk about an expanding family overnight. Holy. Yeah, that's holy a little combo. Twilight zone though. A little, a little, and I'm sure you could make, make words of it. What's this? Oh, I missed one little story here. I just want to say, you know, you know how much I'm against pain pills very much so and how much i'm for cbds and we talk about it all the time on the show it's interesting calvin johnson um who's the detroit lions calvin johnson was a very very uh top player with the detroit lions right and he's talked he talked about the fact he smoked marijuana every game of his nfl career and when he got to the league what really affected him was the opiate abuse the vicodin the oxycontin the percocets everything that's available and he switched to his preferred medicine of choice as a Sammy's, which is cannabis. And, yeah. you know, I, I think CBD is great for pain. I mean, people are coming out publicly about this. I don't think it's any secret. We've heard a lot of stories about this. I hope at some point, as has been discussed in the show before, that the NFL, amongst all other sports uh, leagues out there, franchises, whatever the term and proper term is, really get into the legalization of CBD and what it can do for pain and other benefits to these athletes who are putting their bodies on the line every Sunday, Saturday, Friday, whatever it is that they step out on the field. And I just hope that handle, you know, I hope that comes to fruition. I really do. Sammy, you, you use CBDs, don't you? Um, I use the THCs. Um, I, if you're smoking I, weed, I, you're getting, you're getting CBD as well. Well, like, yeah, you're, so. but it's yeah. not like I just do a CBD pen or CBD oil. Um, I like my CBD mixed with the THC. Cause I, I like to feel not just my body relaxed and pain-free, but I also like it where it affects your mind as well. And the THC for that does that for me. Um, good. Real quick, we need to get Chris Bell back on the show. I watched uh, one of his films recently on Netflix called Le uh, Leaf of Faith. 
It yeah, is about is uh, it's about kratom, and uh, kratom is uh, essentially a plant that uh, was widely used in this country and has been used uh, in in Asia for thousands of years. Uh, but the FDA has uh, made kratom in this country illegal, citing you know a bunch of um, you know poison control sort of cases and um, death, addiction, overdose, etc. And if you talk to a lot of scientists and, and doctors, they'll say that Kratom doesn't do that. Anything that uh, has really been, um, you know, explained as, as causing those factors is probably Kratom laced with something else and in, in some sort of supplement. Um, but Kratom, you know, it, it affects your opioid sensors uh, or receptors rather uh, similar to the way that, um, you know, opioids do. But it, it doesn't have the addictive qualities and uh, doesn't have the sort of uh, psychotic effects uh, on a person. And uh, I'd love to talk to him a bit more because he was using Kratom as a you know way to get off of uh, opiate medication. It was working well for him, but now, unfortunately, it's, it's not legal in this country. So uh, it'd be interesting to see you know, where he's at on that and where you know, legislation to uh, allow something like Kratom to, to be legal in this country is. All right. When we decide on uh, the show next week, I'll give Chris a call. Maybe we'll have him on next week. Yeah, that'd be great. See how things go. By the way, last week, Sammy, we had Pete Rose, the legendary baseball player on the show last week. Oh, yes. I heard about that. One of the best interviews. No offense, Sammy, but one of the best interviews we ever had on the show. Right, well, right, I'm TJ? I'm co-host. I'm not an interviewee. That's you true. Cannot, you you cannot say no disrespect, Sammy. That's true. I mean, we haven't done an interview on the show at all. We've just been talking with our yeah. lovely yeah. co-host Sam Phillips. Uh, but I I I I are retort. you saying that he was better for you, more entertaining, a better sidekick, more fun to chat with, to banter with? Well, I mean, let's let's get your thoughts on the latest, uh, you know, with Major League Baseball. Okay, what would you like to know? Who's going to win tonight? Houston Astros or the Washington Nationals? Houston. Oh, I should have asked you who was going to play. Darn it. Yeah. Houston. Yeah. Yeah. That's all right. Did you Houston. say Houston? Houston, Sammy? Yeah. Because right. weren't we knocked out? Who? Yes. She's talking about the Dodgers. Yes. Yes. Oh, that, that that's weeks ago. Yeah. That's yeah, like... I know. But it's not like I don't know what the fuck is happening. All right. Let, let's ask you final one. One question for both of you. Where do the Washington Nationals play before relocating to Washington? Got me. Can't answer. Can I just take a stab? Sure. Is it on the West Coast? No. Oh, Philadelphia. No, the Phillies, oh, the Phillies still play there. And, and <laughs> yeah, uh, Buffer as a Philly guy is offended. All right, oh. how about this? How about this? Where do the Washington Nationals play? What state? Okay, Oregon? this sounds like a trick question. Um, wow. Is it I Washington, even, Oregon? No, I, of course I know. I just I just had Michael go out and announce the game. <laughs> Washington, D.C. and Dullis. Yes, oh. come on. Okay. Yes, yes. Yeah. I wanted to see if Sam said Washington, like state, but no. Uh, the Washington Nationals, prior to moving to D.C., uh, were known as the Montreal Expos and played in Montreal, Quebec, Canada. Holy jeez, I should have known that. Wow, that's very interesting. Very, very cool. Wow. that good for you, Sammy? You're going to be able to talk of the town tonight at dinner when you come up with that bit of trivia for your guests? Yeah, sure. There you go. <laughs> yeah, the porn stars staying here don't give a shit. They're like, oh, what? Huh? Speak, speaking yeah. of porn stars, Sammy, of all people, are you watching that very, very fine, top-notch, 
HBO series called Deuce, James Franco? No. Oh, but I know somebody gosh. who wrote a bunch of the episodes. Sammy? Yeah, this, I know. I, this I is, it's yeah, so. Yeah, but here's the thing, dude. I live this shit. What do I want to come home and watch it? Well, That's this like is... a top model. When she comes home, she takes off the makeup. She doesn't slap more on. Oh, my goodness. We got to uh, go. Now, we got to go. That, we yeah, go. we're going to go. But now that you close yourself off to the rest of the world, Sammy, it depicts the 70s in New York. It's nostalgic. It's a story. It's yeah, like, no, I know about the porn industry. No, it's it's more. It's, it goes into the mob. It goes into, yes, the porn industry. It absolutely is a big role. There's, it's so. It's like watching a documentary from the 70s, Sammy, but no, done I with storylines. It's fantastic. But I, I'm like watching other shit. Yeah, I'm with you. It's like, you know, do I go home and, and turn on Bellator or turn on, you know, yeah, whatever? I, know. Like, I, I, have I, I have my UFC MMA. Start. It's like, I don't have the time for that shit. I have enough things that I'm like, you know, catching up on. Sounds good. All right. You know, well, there's I think- an American Horror Story right now, Mr. Robot right now. There's fucking all kinds of stuff. Hey, I'm, I'm trying what? out for a, a new gig, guys. What? Uh, Major League Baseball commentator. Whoa! I, oh, yeah. I, I think you'd be great. Are you really? Now here's the pitch. It is hit deep. It is going, going, gonna rear. <laughs> <laughs> what? They hit it into the shankroids. Oh, sorry, just kidding. <laughs> Let's go. We gotta go. Yeah, time to go. Sammy, tell us what's up. Uh, if, if anything, what do you want to plug, plug, push, single life? Uh, go for it. Yeah, all right, all right, all right. If anybody wants to see my retweets about how much I can't stand Trump. Uh, on Twitter, that would be at the single life. And if you don't like that, then don't. And then if you like pictures of porn stars and pets, penthouse pets and pets, meaning cats, then check out my Instagram, Sam's Pajama Party. And then the Facebook is Sammy Phillips, S-A-M-M-Y. You are the only person in the world that can tell people to check you out for porn stars, pets, and cats. <laughs> it's like, what a, what a, what a range. Yeah. <laughs> Quite a range. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> it all has to do with the pussy. I, I, here we go. Okay, Sammy, we love you. You know why? Because you're real. You are so, you're like the Diaz brothers. What you see is what you get. There's no question. All right, TJ, if you can top Sammy and tell us about your pets and porn stars, go ahead. What's up? No, I, I got nothing. Pussy. I got nothing, nothing. Talk about your pussy. No, I don't want to talk about <laughs> that or secondary syphilis or first time around syphilis or gonorrhea or chancroids or whatever other STIs we talked about. But you can follow me on Twitter at TJ DeSantis uh, on Instagram at TJ DeSantis. And uh, I'll be back next week with Bruce Buffer. There you go. Sounds like a winning plan to me. And everybody, all of you in Southern California, where Sammy and I and TJ are, uh, especially in certain areas here, the fires are unpredictable. Everybody's being warned about electrical blackouts in certain areas where fires can be uh, very um, possibly start happening. We don't know where they're going to happen. It's a very, very testy time. This notoriously, in all my years of being around brush fires since 1972, the End of October is notorious for brush fires, as witnessed yesterday by the one that just happened to hop up. Did you see that, Sammy, in Pacific oh. Palisades? It looked like an yes. atom bomb went off. Okay, we were trying to figure out where it was because I was driving to scout locations with my coworker yesterday. Yeah. Um, and we saw it. Like it seemed like it was on Mulholland. No, uh, it was on the 118, and it was way south of us. But it Guys, was like a- I really gotta go. I'm sorry. Okay, I really oh, I'm sorry. gotta go. You- 
Oh, you got okay. I'll make. Well, you don't want show. to talk about the weather, TJ? No, no. no. Sa- Sammy, real quick, with specific Palisades, but it's it's under control. All right, everybody. Sammy, thank you so much for being on the show. You'll be back next month. We look yeah. forward to it. You definitely surpassed 21 f bombs. I actually lost count, but I think it's one of your records for the show. TJ, have a great week. Awesome to have you forever. The 11 years as my co-host. As we move into next week, everybody, be careful with the fires. Have a wonderful week. I will see you on Saturday from Singapore, roaring from the octagon. Looking forward to it. Treat everybody around you with respect. Treat people the way you want to be treated. Be a role model to your sphere of influence. Set your goals. Write them down. So when you set on that path, you can be the best you can be. Because if you're the best you can be, then you're winning. And that's what we're all about on It's Time Radio. We're about winning. Winning, winning, winning. Not Shankroids. Right, Sammy? Yeah, no Shankroids. Do not win those. That is a curse. Lose exactly. Them. Lose them, please. It- the glass is half full, everybody. Love you all for tuning in. TJ, Sammy, love you too. We'll be back next week. Buffer out. Bye. 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 You two, Bye. You two. Just be quiet. You two are weird. Bye. 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 See ya. Bye. Sayonara. Oh, my God. Yeah. Buffer Buffer has to get the last word. Just let Sammy have it. <laughs> Meow. Meow. Uh, that, stop right there before she says something else. Fuck! See, see, you gotta get the last word, Buff. She just got it. At Metro, you get everything you need to rule your school year. Right now, get a new phone and tablet on us when you switch. Plus, enjoy high-speed data on both devices for just $75 a month. And with one Amazon Prime membership included, you can watch Amazon Originals, movies and shows, stream endless music, and enjoy free shipping. Metro by T-Mobile. Rule your day. With new lines of service after rebate redemption plus sales tax and activation fee. Offer valid for new Amazon Prime members. Amazon Prime has a $12.99 a month cost. Restrictions apply. The Lexus NX is crafted to take on the modern adventure called life. Alexa, what's the quickest route home? With Amazon Alexa compatibility and the advanced Lexus safety system, the Lexus NX is modern utility for the modern world. Because modern obstacles require modern solutions. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Click the banner to discover more. Amazon Alexa and all related logos are trademarks of Amazon.com Inc. or its affiliates. Not all Amazon Alexa functionality is available for in-vehicle use.